Yes, I'm lost 
Good morning, good morning, good morning. The music is still here. Um, Y'all already know I could stay in a place of worship, but there's something that God wants to say to us on this morning. But um, the song is my heart on this morning. There's so much going on in the world that apart from God, we would be like a ship tossed to and fro. But with him, we can accomplish and go so far. But when sin creeps in, doubt, discouragement, fear, we have the ability to feel as if we would be lost. But then when you think about your love for God, And how he woos you like a gentleman. Then the song becomes your intimate conversation with God the Father. So for me, I know without a shadow of a doubt that I would be lost without him. That I'm nothing without him. And that I'm more than desperate for him, but not because of what he can do for me. But because of the feeling and the warmth and the strength and the safety that I get from being in his presence. There's no other individual on earth or in the heaven that can give me what God has the ability to do and give. So good morning again. I say good morning. I say God morning. Great morning. There would be no morning apart from him. So good morning, Abba Father. Good morning, Daddy Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. 
here we are on the last Monday of the month of October. And yet again, you kept us from danger seen and unseen. You kept us. And I appreciate it. And I love you on this morning. Yeah. He is a keeper and he's the keeper of my soul. There is nobody like you. I'm going to add. So this morning, um, I, I, I asked um, T if she would sit in with me on this morning. Um, as we talk about um, the power of so I'm going to turn this down even more. I don't want it to um, overtake the conversation um, at all. And I don't know what I just did, but um, all right. Uh, all right. Come on, T. I'm about to. You ready, girl? Okay. <laughs> So good morning, sis. Good morning. Good morning. Bless you. Bless, Bless you. you. Um, so this morning I asked T to sit. Well, last night I asked T if she wanted to sit with me this morning. And we wanted to talk about, well, I told her that I wanted to talk about the power of prayer. And I thought it was fitting for both of us to be here because the Bible tells us that where two or three are gathered in his name, there he is in the midst. Um, and if one could put a thousand in the flat. Two can put two thousand ten thousand to flight. And I need you all to know that there is power in agreement. So, and um, listen, y'all, the power of God is real when you no matter what it is you're going through if you just stop and bask in his presence I hear the Lord saying, take your mind off of what it is that's going on and align it with me. 
because there is nothing in you that can accomplish more than I, the Lord, can. For I am greater than any situation and circumstance. of God is so strong yeah yes Serena God's presence changes the circumstances And God won't sit where he's not been invited to come in. Worship invites him to come in and work. To see his perspective in everything. This, I'm like, I had to go figure out who that was. Yolanda, you're not coming through. But good morning. Love you. That's Coach Yolanda on the line this morning. Yeah. Um, we indeed worship the king. So let me... Um, I'm going to start here, T, and then we'll just figure out where God is. Um, there is no, we, we didn't work on nothing. We didn't prepare a, a dissertation. There's no PowerPoint slides. We're just going to allow the Holy Spirit to work through us on this morning. Um, so let me start with Mark 11 and 2. Where Jesus tells his followers, so I tell you, Whatever you ask in for in prayer, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you receive it and it will be yours. And I need you all to understand that there is immense, which means great power in the prayer of a righteous individual. And righteous is being in right standings with our God. Don't get righteous mistaken for um, superb or without flaw or without wrinkle. Because that's not what it is. Righteous is those who are in right standing with our Father. Um, we understand that. The power of prayer is not new. 
um, it's seen in scripture over and over and over again. Um, but what I wanted to really drive home is um, when you set yourself in alignment with um, the wives who wore your husband, your sister, friend, um, Auntie Jackie, whomever, when you set yourself in alignment with more than just yourself, the power of agreement based on what it is you're praying for has greater ability to invoke the presence of God on the matter. So what is the power of prayer and how can you bring a person, um, how do you get agreement with an individual um, in that? Again, we're going to look at Matthew 18, 18 and 20, where Jesus is talking about the power of prayer, where he said, truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosened in heaven. You have the ability to loose and to bind just as God did. If it's already been done in heaven, you have the ability to do so here on earth. And whatsoever has been done on earth has already been done in heaven. You gotta believe what you're asking for. And then you gotta invoke the very presence of God through the partnership of prayer and get agreement on the situation. You wanna jump in? I mean, you know, I love God and how he's um, so perfect and how he does everything, you know, his presence is so, like there's such a rest that's here right now. And I'm trying not to just lull myself to sleep in his rest. But um, everything you're saying about prayer, it is good. It is so. Um, when you, we were speaking last night, what he brought to mind as I was, you know, I was getting ready to lay down to rest. And I love how God is always sweet, but he's always conscious of his the consequences that come from us not being in his word. Like, you know, he does it all. And so in that, I was thinking about how, yes, God answers our prayers and he's giving it to me like, yeah, you have confidence in me. Like it says in 1 John 5 and 14, you have confidence knowing that I hear you. Have confidence knowing that if you ask anything according to my will, I hear you. But then he also speaks to us over in the book of James in chapter four. And he says, we ask not. I mean, we have not because we ask not. But he says, we ask amiss. So we're missing something. Yeah. And then in, um, in Romans eight, he talks about how we don't always know what to pray for. And that's why the Holy Spirit has it. And so when he gave me all these things, he says the common denominator 
for asking a man or um, not asking according to his will or the Holy Spirit having to pray for us on our behalf, the common denominator is a relationship with me. If you're not spending time with me, how do you know what my will is for you? How do you know what sister to reach out to and say, hey, let's, you know, call upon heaven for this thing if you haven't spent time. So being in that place with him brings answers for the things that we seek, not just the prayers that we pray that we want, but even those things that we have no idea about, he mm-hmm. said, it still comes back to me. Yeah. Why ask amiss when all you have to do is come to me and sit with me and ask me yeah. to know how often do we pray for that job? And he said, but I already told you, you was comfortable okay. over there and I need you to work over here. So you're asking me for that job, but I have a place over here, you know? That's good because at the end of the day, everything comes back to relationship. Yes, ma'am. At the end of the day, everything comes back to what is your relationship with him? Have you been spending time in his face? Have you been spending time at his feet? And not always asking for anything, just being there. My granddaughter, who is six, um, uh, before we were leaving for vacation, she spent the night. And as tired as she was, she said, Nana, can you just lay here with me? And God is saying, as tired as you are, can you just lay here with me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's something about just being there. And within minutes, she was asleep. Mm-hmm. It's not that she couldn't have done it on her own. Mm-hmm. or was afraid to do it on right. her own. It was something about the presence of Nana. It's something about the presence of God. Every answer is in his presence. Every answer. There is nothing that we can think about that he doesn't have an answer for. And I don't care how hard it is because we go through some hard things, but there's a God who built everything. Everything is his. There was nothing that was made without him and everything that was made was for his glory. So when you sit in the presence of a holy God as such a one, literally everything that you can think of and hadn't even thought of comes to mind for him to just bless you with. Yeah. 
kind of reminds me of um, we get so caught up in um, looking for a shout when we're in church. Lord, you know, it's like cue music. Mm -hmm. When God is saying, I am the music. I'm the melody. I'm the melody in the song. I'm the one that carries the note for you. Because people don't even understand. They don't even know what to do in the moments of stillness, in the moments of true worship. We want to clap our hands because that's what, that's what I feel like I should do because we don't know how to embrace those moments of God. When his presence comes in and sits on us, what do I do? How do I act? What do I be? And God is just saying, be still and know that I am. Take me in. And settle there. You just said something so deep. It reminded me of a conversation I had with someone I called my big sister on Saturday. And, um, you know, we had all gathered together and we were talking and she said, you know, you said something that really struck me. And she said, you know, it's about spending time and sitting quiet. And she said, but, you know, there's so many things that I pushed down so deep and there's so much stuff that I haven't dealt with. And I'm good at giving it out and putting on the face and having everything and, you know, being able to share. She said, but. I'm afraid of that quiet because I'm afraid of what's going to come up. She said, I just know that when I do, it's going to all bubble up. And I said, but you need to because God wants us free. Why sit in stuff that you know has been pressed down and pushed down and, you know, whatever events have transpired in life, no matter how hard they are, when you sit in that quiet, that's his place to deal with those things, to remove them, to get them out for the sake of your own soul, because he loves you and he would not want to see you suffer yeah. in whatever it is that's been pressed down in there. Yes. But oh, the fear of the unknown 
is why we don't deal with what we've stuffed down. I don't want to revisit. I don't want to rehash. I don't want to dig up. I don't want to root up. I don't want to do any of that. Because if I do, I have the capacity to break under the pressure. And what will I look like if I break to those <laughs> who've never seen me in that place, right? You're gonna look like that oil that was poured out before him and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But it's the process of going through. It's like, it's like the crushing of grapes. It's the process. They look great on the vine. But the moment they are pulled off, washed, and put through the process of the crushing, they no longer are whole as it appears on the vine. But nothing in them is lost. They yes. just don't look the same. Nothing is lost. Mm -mm. They don't lose their power. They don't lose their aroma. They just lose their shape. But the process is necessary. Because now you can be formed and shaped. It's getting, the process is necessary because I get to become what I was called to be. Come on. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we don't want to endure the process. Yeah, there's nothing missing or lacking other than going through the process. How long do you want to sit and just look like? But on the inside, not be like because when I was talking to my big sister like I know her and so I know the stuff that's been packed in and you know in my mind it's like oh you haven't gone there yet because all we're doing is holding on to our own sufferings our own sins our own past our own things that have happened before but like the lady said, when you sit in that breath, when you sit with Yahweh, yeah. and when you sit with the one who will reveal all things unto you, those hard things aren't so hard because you're setting them at the feet of God. 
when Mary broke that bottle of perfume and poured it down at his feet, that's you. Allow yourself to be broken and beautiful before him. We can't conform to people's imaginations of us and how we ought to look. Yeah, yeah. But to truly be designed in the way that the father wants us to look like to them. So beautiful. Ah, so beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful. Ah. <laughs> uh. Who? Okay, man. Um. <laughs> Allow yourself to be broken beautifully before the Lord. Yes, Yolanda, your brokenness is beautiful. So, mm, but we as believers, I'm just going to throw this out there, have been told to not allow people to see you broken. Where that's that? always, I'm blessed and highly favored on top and rising. Where that's at? I'm just saying, right? <laughs> Because I know everybody that I have read about in his word, they came to him with their messes. Messes, plural. And the one that he puts in my mind right now that came to him all beautified and wonderful was the young man saying, okay, well, what do I need to do? You know, I've done this and I do this and I do that. And Jesus said, well, go sell all that you have. Yes, and follow me. And he didn't want to do it. Right. You've been giving up all my stuff. And he went away sad, it says. He walked away from the glorious king in sadness because his stuff. How long would you want to just keep going away from the king to keep your stuff? That he's saying, I get that out. It's not beautiful. It's not good. And then it's not brokenness in the sense of how he sees it. We think brokenness is ugly. We think brokenness is um, unfixable. We think brokenness is weakness. Brokenness is beauty. He says, when you're weak, I'm strong. Everything is the opposite in our English language. That's why when Jesus came, they missed him because he didn't come looking like or sounding like what he ought to. You should come in authority. You should come as the one. You should come as the warrior. And he came lowly and not self-seeking. Well, if you love just those who love you, well, what good is that? Right, right. Love your enemies and everybody is aghast. (laughs) You know? Give them your heart, your soul, everything. Man. Yeah. 
Brokenness is not weakness. I mean, how often do we gather together to pray, but why don't we gather together to break our our bottles before him, you know, ourselves to sit? Like how powerful would it be for us as women, as wives to gather and just sit and break and break and break and break? Because when you break, I break. You break something. Oh, my goodness. I got that too. Broken. And that's broken. And that's broken. Like I can feel just the wave of the presence of the power and the sweetness within them. Which is exactly what Saturday is going to be about. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. When wives pray, we win. And we don't just win in our marriages, but we win in every area of our lives. So my sister was like, okay, what am I preparing for? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I'm asking you to open us up in worship. And then I'm just asking you to allow God to flow through you. I said, there is no agenda. We just want to set the atmosphere that is conducive for God to be God. And for those that are going to walk in the building one way, that they'll leave another way because the presence of who God is. Yes, Lord. His train will fill the temple. And that those that came to see what it was about. Hmm. God will say, oh, taste and see that the Lord, he is good. I've had so many people ask me, well, what are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. I just heard him say, gather. I don't know what it will look like. So if you're accustomed to an A and a B selection, Lord have mercy. The offering, then don't come because this is not that. If you're looking for a certain thing, this ain't that. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't even care who's not coming or who is coming because that's not the intent. God said, gather and come and be in my presence. For in my presence, there is fullness of joy. Lord. For in my presence, there is wholeness. For in my presence, you can be broken. In my presence, you can be healed. In my presence, you can be delivered. For in my presence, you can be set free. For in my presence, you can be restored. In my presence, you can hear clearly. You know why you keep getting asked what it's going to be like? Because the Lord just said, because people need to know 
how to come. Everybody, like you said in your previous comment, is used to the, the shout. The music and heat it up and everybody know, oh, it's shouting time. But no one knows how to sit in the quiet. No one knows how to just come. And that's his offer every time. Follow me. It's not, well, Jesus, what do I pack? What should I wear? What's the trip going to be like? How many pairs of shoes should I bring? That's never his ask. It's never a part of who he is and what he says and what he does. He says, just follow. Just come. If you can make it, if you can go, just go. Don't try to prepare your hairstyle, your outfit, your shoes, your clothes. That's why people can't get with it because they've got to come with their face. And I'm telling, listen, I'm telling y'all, this ain't a, um, nah. I won't have on any makeup. I won't be in heels. <laughs> um, this is a come ready to lay in his presence. It's not a fashion show. It's not any of that. So <laughs> they be like, you preparing? No, I'm not preparing. God has already prepared the way. Yes. He's already gone before me. Ain't no special setup. It's none of that. It's a moment in him. It's time well spent in his presence. And whatever he says do in the moment is what we'll do. He might cause us a wind to come and shift us to a full-blown shout. But then he has the ability to blow again. And then there's stillness in the moment. When I look back on some of the video that I have from previous encounters with him, and Lady Gwendolyn can attest to this, I think the last time we gathered, um, we got to watch God literally dance with three of his daughters. And it was so amazing because literally, you could see them dancing with him. And it was almost as if God was saying, let me give you one more dance with your dad. You move as I move. You turn as I turn. 
And when she got through dancing, you could literally see the change in her, the newness in her, the revitalization of her, the glistening of her skin, the weight that had fallen off because of what God was doing in the moment. You have done the obedient thing and just providing the place. That's the only preparation that he needed. And he put in my, as I was sitting here, it's like what temple has been prepared that I have not made? Because if we read everything that was prepared from the tents to the temple, he gave them instruction on what to have there, what to do, how to do it, what color, where to place it. He's got it all done already. He always has. Just somewhere along the way, we got busy with our own bulletins. And schedules. Yeah. But every temple prior to, he set everything up in the way that he desired for it to be. And all we had to do was show up. Show up. And that's all he keeps saying. Just show up. Just show up. Show up as you are. And let me, daddy, do everything else. Thank you, Lord God. Yeah. Ephesians 8 and 18 from the Amplified Version says, with all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests. Mm-hmm at all times, on every occasion, and hmm. in every season, in the spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people. With all prayer and petition, pray with specific request specific request you can't come to the father and just pray amiss you can't come to the father and not have a specific ask The specificity of your prayer request is a must. If I'm asking you to pray for me for 
clarity. My expectation is that that is the ask, the specific ask when you go to the Father, not um, God, I'm praying that you would hear the prayer of Denise because the ask in the amplified is that you come with a specific request. If Serena was asking me to join her in prayer for um, a specific address, not just a home, mm -hmm. but this is the address that I'm believing God to bless me with. I would be in air if I didn't pray the specific the, spe the specific address concerning her request for me. And that's where we miss when somebody says, can you pray for me, sis? Can you come into agreement with me? Not just pray for me. Can you come into agreement with me in this area concerning this thing? You err when you don't make that specific request known unto God based on scripture found in Ephesians 8 and 18 from the Amplified Version. Come into agreement with me. Ephesians 6 and 18. 6 and 18 from the Amplified Version. Ephesians 6 and 18. There you go. Thank you, Serena. 6 and 18 from the Amplified. It says, with specific request at all times, on every occasion, and in every season. So every time, it should be specific. Every season, it should be specific. Every occasion, it should be specific. We miss the mark when we are not specific. We wonder why prayers don't get answered. They were just words with no 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 um, specific reason, request, ask tied to it. So on Saturday, come with your specific request. There will be a prayer box that will be placed at the altar for your specific request. I'm not reading them. It's between you and God. The, the box will remain open and at the end we will seal it. Um, Yeah. <laughs> 
Don't come with a looky loose spirit. That's what I hear the Lord saying. <laughs> That's why I was hesitant to say it, but those are the exact words he said. Don't come with a looky loo spirit. Come with the spirit of expectation. I expect God to move on my behalf. I expect God to show up. I expect God to respond. I expect him to move. I expect him to dwell here. I expect the anointing of God to be so heavy that we won't have anything to do but to lay in his presence. I expect God to blow my mind. And I'm not looking for God to do the same thing. I'm just looking for God. Yeah. The spirit of expectancy. Because when you have a spirit of expectancy and I have a spirit of expectancy and Serena has a spirit of expectancy and Lady Gwendolyn has a spirit of expectancy. Can you imagine what that looks like when we enter into the building together, it has the ability to be the collision of mass destruction. And not in a negative way, but in a way that erupts our normal in a way that gets God's attention immediately on the scene because we come in with an expectancy of God that is so strong, that is so pure, that the very moment we call upon him, he's responding. He's just saying, meet me here, because I'm already there. It's what makes all the difference. You know, like it says in, um, in James chapter 4, and it speaks on, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence even of your lust that war in your members? Ye lust? and have not, ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain, ye fight in war, yet ye have not because ye ask not, ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss, 
that ye may consume it upon your lusts. That's where it comes in with the looky-loos and that's where it comes in with um, not having expectation because we're coming in with our own, as you spoke to it last Monday, our own hearts that have not yet been cleaned. And we come with these things before him and he's like, don't bring, don't bring that, that before me. Don't bring that. Come ready to break and be broken in the beauty of what it means. And not with your own lustful desires or intent or motive or ideas. Yeah. 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 That's good, T. Don't come with your own motives or ideas. Just come to see the king. And remember, they couldn't stand in his presence. I'm going to say this and then we're going to be done. Maybe. Some of you need to be like the woman with the issue. Hmm. Because basically she was saying, come hella high water. I just need to get there. I just need to touch. I don't have to hug him. He don't have to hug me. He don't have to see me. I don't have to see his face. I just need to brush by him. She was desperately saying, I'm sick of the way that I am. And by any means necessary, I'm going to see the king. They've talked about me for years. They've criticized me for years. They told me that I could not come outside, that I couldn't be around people. But someone greater than them is showing up. Someone bigger than my issue, someone bigger than my circumstance is showing up. And no matter what they said about me, no matter what they've said to me, I will not be moved by what I see. I will not be moved by what I hear. But I will be moved by one touch. By one encounter. And because she was so desperate, when she touched the hem of his garment, he immediately said, Hold on. Something shifted, something broke, something changed. Do you have that in you to where you touch God and he immediately says, hold on, something was different. 
Hold on. Who was that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to be desperate for change. Somebody got to be desperate for something new. God is just saying, get there. By any means necessary. Get there. Get there. For those of you who have not yet registered, it's free, but I need to know that they're coming. Don't delay. Don't delay. God is saying this is a clarion call. Get there. By any means necessary. By any means necessary. There is power in prayer. There is power in agreement. The Bible says that where two or three are gathered, again, there I am in the midst. I promise you, that when you align yourself with other like-minded people, you will invoke the very presence of God. Don't miss what God is going to do. Because of the unknown, in the unknown. So I'm excited for Saturday. I'm excited for this week. And he just reminded me, girl, that's why you feel in the way you feel. That's why there's a level of frustration because the enemy is trying to get you out of the mindset of what's getting ready to happen. He's trying to cripple you in the spirit realm. And I hear the Lord saying that the devil is a liar. He will not win, stay the course. Don't give up, don't cave in, don't quit.
And that's the instruction for our every day, whatever we face. Just stay before him. He answers prayer, but he answers our brokenness very quickly. It's a place of giving. And in the giving, there's much getting, but you're not going for the getting, you're going for the giving. Yeah. 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 Stay the course. He answers prayers. For those who are weary, I hear the Lord say, come. For those that are well-doing, I hear the Lord say, come. I'm not excluding any. No one will be excluded. All who come will receive. Thank you, Jesus. I will pour out my spirit on each and every one of you. You will receive from me. I am not a man that I should lie. Shanice, it is a Selah moment. Um, Thank you, sis, for meeting me this morning. Um, Blessing. He's great, and we do love him. Thank you, Coach Yolanda, um, for 
standing in the gap for me. Um, yes, Lord. I just want to do what he told me to do. He has so much love for you. He has so much love for you. So much love for you. Like he just sits and smiles in the love that he has for you. It's like you're his little girl. You know, no matter how grown you get, you're his little girl. And he so loves you in such a way, so beautiful. And so sweet and so precious. Just rest in him. No need to toil or take your mind toward anything in any way. Just as your granddaughter showed you how to do it. Just lay there in his presence and find rest. Thank you, sis. I pray that the presence of God that I feel here, you all were able to feel in your own respective places. Um, the way he lavishes us and the way he loves us is It's amazing, his love for us. He's a consistent God. <laughs> he is a consistent God. May you continue to just be in his presence throughout the day. I need to find what we see. Numbers 6 and 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. That is my prayer for you all on today. As you go about your day, may he bless you and keep you. May his face shine on you and be gracious towards you. And may he turn his face towards you 
and give you peace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you all. Have an amazing Monday.